everybody. Welcome to round three on this Friday. It is a special episode. We're going to bring the lights down, turn up the music a little bit, and just let you sit back and relax on your drive home today. Ladies. So wait, is Joe Humrick here? Are you I've, about to, to have a special moment with God, him? I'm Derek. I'm <laughs> Derek. Who else are I'm you? Robin. I'm Robin. I'm Robin. I'm Batman. I'm Sheena. I'm Batman. You, you feeling hot right now? <laughs> I feel hot right now. Take that red jacket off. Oh, I'm feel better now. Thank you. Uh, doing something a little different on this Friday. We are discussing the top 10 films that inspired us. Top mm-hmm. 10 films that inspired us. So not technically your top 10 favorite films, as Robin has put this disclaimer out here, but the top 10 movies that inspired you. So it's, you know, Chariots of Fire, yeah. Dead Poet Society, all those mm. cliche answers. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, the 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 ones that made an impact on you. There was a popular meme, and it said like ten movies that made an impact on you. You could do them daily, um, and uh, uh, but you didn't have to explain it. Well, today we're gonna explain it briefly, I guess. Okay, go ahead, explain. Well, I think I did. Okay. Oh, the movies? Well, what, a man, <laughs> what do you, you want to do? Man. Like, I mean, I didn't do it in any sort of order. I just wrote down ten. You want to go 10, 10, 10? I mean, nine, my, nine, my 10 are my favorite films. I mean, those are the ones that inspired me. I felt I really couldn't branch out from that. Like, I was thinking of movies mm-hmm. that inspire me, and I was like, well, they're formative movies that impacted me in some way that have stuck with me over a duration of time. And I'm like, well, those are my 10 favorite movies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I, th- I think there's movies that, um, that I love that are like my favorites, but. I, I don't feel like they affected my life much, but I just enjoy them quite yeah. a bit. Um, I didn't get anything from them that was like, oh, that was, I don't know. We'll discuss more. Okay. We'll yeah. uh, Sheena, you want to roll us off? Ladies first. Um, am I doing all 10 at once or I name one, you name one, you name yeah. one. Yeah, let's go around. Oh, okay. We'll be here all night. Okay. Oh. Just try, to, just try to be brief. Just kidding. Okay, geez. Um, my first one is also low-key my favorite movie, even though people will probably say it's embarrassing. I don't care. It is the 1980-something Sarah Jessica Parker, Helen Hunt, Shannon Doherty, um, amazing <laughs> movie. Girls just want to have fun. Nice. I uh, grew up wanting to be Ricky, the quote-unquote music journalist on DTV, and mostly because she was carried in by a lot of dudes at one point on the show. Like, <laughs> you know how, like, they, they carry you in, like, on a little bed thingy or whatever? And I was like, okay, please let me talk about Paul McCartney and, you know, be carried in my hand. So, <clears throat> you know, that that was my dream. I wanted to be Ricky. Uh, my, my first one is obviously just Superman. I mean, it's the best superhero movie of all time. And it was just like, you know, it kind of taught me there was like good in the world and the, that Christopher Reeves Superman was like, just like someone to look up to, like a, a noble person doing the right thing. And I mean, honestly, he's like the person that I always think of when somebody says the word hero, like I think of Christopher Reeve as Superman. So that's my first one. Uh, 
my first one's probably just going to be my favorite movie because uh, I, I don't <laughs> know where else to branch off from from that. But uh, Fletch is one of those I can quote backward and forward and backward again and know the inflection of everybody in every scene and tell you stuff that's going on in the <laughs> background. It's just one of those that I don't really even remember when I started watching it. It's just kind of always been there. So, and he's a reporter and yeah, yeah, that kind that's, of I, that's what I thought might have been the reason. No, I mean, yeah, but no ish. I like Fletch and I like, I like Fletch lives and I have all the Fletch books. So I like Fletch. I always want to read those. Uh, I'll send them to you. <laughs> no, it's okay. I okay. could probably get them, but <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not reading now. I meant later, younger in life when I did read. Oh. Anyway, Sheena. Oh, um, because I swore I would only let myself have one Betty Davis movie on this list. And that is my favorite, which is now Voyager. And I love that one because it is um, probably one of the first, as far as I know, movies that really talks about the power of therapy and mental health. Um, it's the first uh, female-led Star Trek spinoff, right? <laughs> um, close, but not quite. <laughs> Thanks for that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> But too, I just I love um, her character um, as she goes through this movie. I just think it's a beautiful transformation and um, a story that I relate to a little too much. I gotta see that one. It's excellent. Uh, my number two is Stand By Me. Uh, I always hiked the train tracks as a kid, and um, I love you know just had friendships like that as a kid, and and you know just the discussion of how they like you know you know you think people are like your best friends as a kid and they, it just kind of changes when you get older. And he also like, uh, does a bit of dealing with death in the movie, like not only with the body, but Gordy's brother as well. John Cusack. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it, it taught me, a, it taught me a bit when I was a kid seeing that. Hmm. Uh, Casablanca. My next one. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely one of the greatest movies ever made performances writing just all across the board one of the greatest romance stories of all time uh never fails to not choke me up in some different part of the movie like i'll watch it and i'll get choked up at a different part of the movie every time um it's never the same point twice um it's also freaking hilarious i mean they're, they're some of my favorite one-liners are from casablanca um it's just just amazing performances all around. I, I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, I've I've seen that a bunch. Uh, it's been many years. I'd I'd have to say, but I I was really uh, I actually saw The Big Sleep for the first time uh, like last week, and I I don't know if you've seen that, but that that provided a lot of laughs for me as well. Bogey is mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Really funny in that one. Um, I'm going to steal Casablanca, too, because it's also on my list, and it's like, why take up time talking about it again? So that one's on my list, kind of for the same reasons, um, because if for nothing else, yeah, sure, the romance, and, and yeah, the, it is fabulously written, but I love the way it's shot. Um, I think it's one of the most beautiful movies ever made, and um I'm sorry, there is no scene to me as powerful in almost any movie as the one where um, those 
the Nazis are trying to sing the oh, German. Oh, and the French. And then oh, yeah. the Jeez. French national anthem. That to me, that almost steals the whole movie for me. That's that one of my favorite moments of any movie ever. Show-stopping moment every yes. single time. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and, and there's so much good because you got that. And then right after that, you've got the, I'm shocked, shocked to find out that gambling is going on in this establishment. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you. Like, there's so much good stuff, right? Yeah. And just a bam, bam, bam in that in those moments. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's your your number three, Sheena, right? So we're getting yes. three. Um, so mine is, uh, my number three is uh, E.T. Uh, I was a uh, middle child. I had a younger sister. Ow. I had an older brother. <laughs> I always felt like I didn't fit in. I needed a friend, and uh, it was it was nice to to see Elliot's friendship with Et. Uh, I didn't make friends with an alien, but but um, and just to get a learning and how to like let go of a friend at the end. And I always I don't care anytime. I always cry during Et. So Sheena, <laughs> stop that, Russell. Nina. Russell. Sorry. <clears throat> is it my turn or is it Derek's? Derek's. Uh, is it mine? Okay. okay. I don't know how this yep. works. I've, I've lost track. Um, somewhere in time. You can make fun of me if you want to. I've not seen that yet. <clears throat> it is. It's really good. It's um. It's totally paint by numbers and no action whatsoever and it's just long you know takes and and the shots and people looking at each other longingly but it's oh but it's there's so time good. travel there's time travel and there's christopher reeve when he could walk and so it's you know i'm so, now i love christopher i'm not it was a hearkening back to the joke from last time Dang it. I know. Um, I love Christopher Reed. There's also Genevieve Teague, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, it was Dr. Swan and, and Genevieve Teague in a relationship long before they met uh, in, in the Veritas group. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, it's, 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 a tr it's so, it really is just a touching story. And um, it's, you haven't seen it, Robin? Not seen it. You need to see it. Um, the book, the the ending in the book, uh, which I read after the first time I saw it, like sixth grade probably, is is so different and just like cut me, like just absolutely was gut wrenching to read how the book ended versus the movie. I'm so glad the movie does not end like the <laughs> book. Um, I won't spoil that for you, but it's it's one of those that just to me stands the test of time. It has one of the most beautiful film scores. Uh, ever um, and it implements you know Rachmaninoff and just, just so many just uh, John Barry did it such a good score um, so John Barry. Uh, yeah I absolutely love Somewhere in Time pick, pick it up if you've never seen it that's my commercial for Somewhere in Time <laughs> yeah there's uh, like some Christopher Reeve like movies I definitely want to see that I want to see Death Trap too I've heard that's really good as well I've seen his Vill Village of the Damned yeah but yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. That was Sheena? I think that was the last thing he made before the accident. That Village of the Damned. Uh, yeah, Children that's right. Oh, I I saw his Rear Window remake. Mm. All right. Uh, yeah, that was after <laughs> the accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Gina. Um, 
man, I keep thinking of other movies I wish I could include. So, but whatever. Um, I'm going to go with The Witch, um, the one that came out. The Vivitch? I don't know. What was it? Yeah. Um, <gasps> oh, my God. Is that a good or bad? Oh, my God, Robin. Uh, no, I, that, that was, it was a good one. It, it definitely made an impact on me. Well, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm on one of those too. people. I know so many people who hated it because they're the traditional horror fans that they just want jump scares. Oh, I didn't hate it. I, yeah. I absolutely loved every second of it. And I'm one of those people, I don't find it scary. I find it inspirational. <laughs> because, I mean, coming from a woman's point of view, in that, you know, this girl's life is basically being planned for her. And she's kind of like, um, no. And then Satan's like, do you want to live deliciously? And she's like, yeah. And she chooses her own life. I mean, I know you can sit here and be like, well, it's, you know, this or that or whatever. I don't know. I found it very inspirational because I think for a long time, women have always been put down and their lives have been chosen for them. And that movie was very much a, no, I can choose that for myself. Thank you very much. I find it so empowering. <laughs> I love that movie. It's interesting way to look at it. I, I, I'd love to rewatch it again uh, this October uh, as part of like, you know, scary movie fest or whatever, but I'm I probably going to skip past like the first 10 minutes. I'd say. <laughs> oh, I love it. Just I love every disturbing. single it is. It, it's a really, I mean, there's some of it that's not fun to watch, no, but it's, um, I don't know. I just, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's scary. <laughs> he, he's um, going to he's gonna trade the first 10 minutes of The Witch for the last 10 minutes of Hereditary every time. Just every, absolutely. every time. Hereditary is on this list as well. We'll get to that in a minute. But, um, <laughs> yes. but no, um, I mean, it is. There's I think a guy the in the scary. closet looking at me right now. I don't like it. <laughs> the scene where spoiler alert the little brother dies is horrific in the witch mm-hmm. i mean i literally was like are we watching this kid die right now like whoa but i mean i i do i do and find Sheena it way more empowering she than absolutely I loved it i did when the kid Shocker. was dying i hate children yeah hi <laughs> have you met me <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, we were just gonna let you out to hang on that one. I don't care. No, I was just like, I have kids. I'll say it part I think two. All right. <laughs> I mean, I don't wish ill on y'all's kids or nothing, but thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it's people I don't know's children, like that straight that that weird kid over there. Like, no, I don't. I don't like that kid. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody say a movie. Everyone's judging right. me. Now. Somebody say a movie. <laughs> I'm next. Uh, I, I really feel bad because this is a, this is a, a title that uh, you mentioned, Derek, uh, <laughs> that you're like, oh, cliche stuff like this. But Dead Poets Society. I mean, Dead Poets Society. Uh, <laughs> Robin Williams is John Keating. Is every, so, every Robin Williams drama is on your list, isn't it? It's, it it, Hunting, every single Awakening. No, Patch Adams. You got Patch Adams on there? What Dreams May Come. Oh, God, <laughs> What Dreams May Come. God, I remember. <laughs> holy crap! Okay, aside. So, whatever. Ninety eight was that? Ninety eight, ninety seven. What dreams may come? I, I didn't. I just thought it was a really cool movie from the trailer. And Derek didn't have a lot of friends at that time, so Derek went to the movies to see What Dreams May Come by himself at the age of thirteen or fourteen. Whenever. The, no, 
That movie messed me. <laughs> I was sitting in the theater <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> Why? Okay. No, that's my What Dreams Make Up story. It's not a good story. I guess you had to be there then nobody was. And if anybody had been, I wouldn't be the same story. So <laughs> I'm glad that's um, not on your list, actually. Yeah, I I mean, it, just the lessons that like don't think of life as like a path of like strict rules, like try to make your life extraordinary. You know, obviously, Carpe Diem, all that stuff. Um, but also like the tragedy of uh, Neil um, uh, not being able to stand up to his dad and then what happens as a result, you know, um, is it's really sad because, you know, I've got daddy issues and it does come up a bit on my list. as well. <laughs> those kind of things. Let's dive into so. that real quick. We'll take we'll take oh, a we caller. We'll, we'll take we'll a caller. Doing it. All right, we'll take a caller. Go ahead. You're on with Robin. <laughs> dead <sighs> poets. There's nothing wrong with dead poets. Dead poets are a great movie. Great, yeah. uh, great cliche movie. Not nothing wrong with it whatsoever. I'm just kidding. I love it. So, I'll eat it right up. Crap. I'll just, I'll just give it a crap. Well, then mine's a little cliche. Next, uh, it's a wonderful life. Is. God, get just, off of my list. Get Jerry. off my list, Sheena. Um, <laughs> is just you knew we we have similar interests in old movies. Like you knew we were gonna overlap on some of these. It's a Wonderful Life is is not just a Christmas movie. It is a it is a New Year's movie. It is a Fourth of July. It's an anytime movie when you need to be reminded that uh, you matter and you know that even when life sucks that you know no person who has friends is a failure and it's just oh god it's such it's just great a quintessential not only holiday film but just classic absolute classic movie i love it's a wonderful life i will wear it out during christmas okay well since you stole mine i'll just add my two cents onto that then um the thing i love about it's a wonderful life is it doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like you're really sort of watching these people's lives. There are so many little intricate little parts and everyone sort of has their own little story because you're seeing the way one person influenced all of these other people. And so it really doesn't seem like it's a very superficial film. You really feel like you're part of this town and you're a part, you're, you're just another citizen in a way. And that's what I love about it. It feels very personal. It feels very real. Um, I mean, even though there is some magic to it, you know, um, it's religious without beating you over the head with it, I think, to a degree, too. Um, but also, I mean, it's one of those movies that growing up watching it, there's something that touches me about it every year that I, something new I get out of it. every Yes, year. absolutely. I cry at something different every time. I mean, I will always cry at this scene of go into Harry Bailey's grave and, you know, not only did George, not only did Harry die as a child, but because George wasn't there to save him, but then all of those guys in World War II died because Harry wasn't there to save them. And like, I just lose my mind every time at that. And then when Harry Bailey comes in at the end, who is, Oh God, so hot. Um, <laughs> um, I cry at that too, but I, there's so much that I cry at at different times, little stuff. And, and, but I mean, I just, it's one of those rare movies too, that I love so many little characters. I love Nick who owns the bar, you know, I mean, I quote him all the time, you know, you're in here giving <laughs> the joint atmosphere, you know, and I don't know, there's so many little things about it that it's just so well done. Yeah. It's a okay, great next. movie. <laughs> it, 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 it's definitely a great movie. It, it's, I wish I put it on my list, but I didn't, but it is, it's probably my favorite, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, but yeah. 
but like you guys said, it's it's more than Christmas. It's yeah, it's a wonderful life. Uh, <laughs> my my fifth one is Karate Kid. Uh, uh, speaking of father figures, Miyagi. I mean, I was constantly looking for father figures in movies as I was growing up, and Miyagi is just he'll always be in my heart. Uh, and uh, and just the whole thing, like teaching you like there's no there's no bad students they're bad teachers you know so you know it depends what you put stock in who you listen to in life and you just you you know i don't know it's uh and i love the fact that i don't know if you guys saw cobra kai but uh cobra kai kind of carries that into that series as well that whole message i watched Uh, the first two or three that were free on youtube and that was all i was able to watch but i enjoyed it yeah yeah, I do a free trial and power through it. It's well worth it. I and honestly, when I watched the first two, I was like, "All right, you know." No, I loved <laughs> I the going I here, loved but... the pilot. I was I was into yeah. it, uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't not not I couldn't pay for it. So, mm-hmm. so Karate Kid. Are we back to me? Yes. Um, it would be cheap to say Back to the Future, but uh, or the Back to the Future trilogy. Um, because that's three films, but if I had to pick one, uh, I think Back to the Future 3 is my favorite. So, Back to the Future 3. Everybody's it like, is great. And grown, cliche, I... whatever. <laughs> Derek, of course, he likes Back to the Future. That's all he ever talks about is Back to the Future. He's a fucking record over and over again with Back to the Future. Anybody want to jump in and cut Joe Humrick? Anybody want to cut me off and jump in? I hadn't, you were the people bringing up Joe Humrick, not me. But while we're on the subject of Joe Humrick, I'd like to talk about Joe Humrick for I'm just kidding. Um, I think Back to the Future 3 is. I just keep thinking about him. Yeah, it's, it's hard not to. Um, two doesn't really hold up. Um, I mean, it does, but it's not, you know, it, it was flashy and spectacle and it didn't really have the heart that the first movie had. Um, and three kind of goes back to basics on that a little bit. It's a lot more emotional than the other two and um, a lot simpler and not as flashy and flamboyant and stripped down story. And Mary Steenburgen. Uh, yeah, Mary Steenburgen. I, I really like it, so. Three. Yeah, I, I think three is definitely one that I didn't have the respect for that I until like later in my life. That's I, the know, same way I was. Really, a solid movie. Yeah, it, it's something about growing up, and you're like, eh, three's got the most heart. It's the most emotional. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mine. Cool. Um, mine are pretty dark from here on out. If anyone <laughs> shocked by that. <laughs> Um, I'll go ahead and mention Hereditary. I mentioned it earlier. Um, <laughs> I just love you stop it. Stop that crap, Robin Burns. It is it so me. well done. I think the thing I love about it, and this is partly why I really love classic movies, and this to me feels pretty classic, is I love it when you have together a team of people who know what they're doing. They're very good at what they do. And everyone sort of shines in their own way. And I really, that cast of Hereditary is just excellent, in my opinion. Um, 
there's a, none, none of it feels wrong or like a misstep or, oh, I wouldn't oh, said that it, or whatever. Some of it felt very wrong. I don't know if that's <laughs> Well, I was telling, who was I telling the other day of um, the part, spoiler alert, where Tony Collette is um, uh, doing that thing where she's like on the news and she's like, chopping her oh, own god. head off. Oh god. And in the theater, I was going, This is so great. <laughs> Derek and Spencer were laughing at me, but I was like, this is <gasps> so great right now. <laughs> oh, and um, she's like levitating there at the end. Is that what you're talking about? Where she's We're really yeah, spoiling this movie. Of. Where she's Hope cut, you guys saw it. Where she's Watch cutting her head following. off. Where she's doing the thing where she's cutting her neck. Yeah. Yeah, where she's got an e member, and yeah. I went, "Oh, this is so great!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Emilio Estevez from the Breakfast Club <laughs> over there. It's absolutely that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I have to say, there's a lot of disturbing stuff in that movie, but I think the one I, I think she's going to get an award for that that dinner scene where she just completely oh. loses her shit. Oh. <laughs> As she so good. She is so, so good. good. And she's never to me gotten the accolades that she deserves. And and I really feel like this the cast of that entire movie is just excellent. So Hereditary. Rated PG. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the whole family. <laughs> Mom, why are there ants all over the head? <laughs> well, that's a bad, that's, that's a natural part of life, Jennifer. <laughs> uh, and that's why you don't hang out the car window. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, why did he drive home and get in bed? Why didn't he tell somebody? Well, <laughs> because he was high. It's because it's because some of us drink sometimes. That's why. All right, my next one. I you know after Derek said that um, he couldn't just pick a whole trilogy, I say screw that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm picking a whole trilogy for this one, and it's the Before series. I mean, the oh, Before Sunrise, God. Before Sunset. Before all three. Oh, You're going all three? I love those. All three. I love them so much. I do, too. But, you know, I still have not yeah. finished three. Oh. I started it on a plane, and I never I never got to finish it, and it, which just boggles my mind. I've got the first two, like, in a box set, but now they've got all three. Mm-hmm in a criterion collection which is like 90 dollars, and every time i know like, it's so expensive every time i'm like so i'm bad, going but... to pull the trigger on this anytime a criterion cell comes along and i always forget to um i love those movies good good get good pick uh yeah i just wrote down like the perfect meditations on relationship and love seeing jesse and celine through different three different points in their lives shows you that it's not all wine and roses and relationships take a lot of work sometimes. I mean, it's what, not always perfect. What franchise do you get where it's just two people walking around? I mean, just, you know, know. And we get to meet up with them 20 years after the fact. And uh, that's that's a good I'm mad. I didn't put that on my list. Oh, dang it. I'm going to scratch somebody out. OK, my next pick is before <laughs> and after sunrise and before sunset. When we go with all those. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not doing that. No, it's good. Good, good pick. That's thanks. That's good. I approve. I, approve I love those movies, and I, I honestly want to watch them now. <laughs> um, Sheena's gonna make fun of me. Um, let's just skip me. <laughs> let's just <laughs> no. let's just forget it. 
Uh, what am I going to make fun of you for? Uh, what I breathe and you make fun of me. What? What? I mean, what movie is this? Love the Joe Humrick story. There's not a lot that can be said about Deep Impact. <laughs> <laughs> Some people prefer Armageddon, but I'm here to tell you those people are wrong. <laughs> Talk about a po- powerful. Uh, oh wait, that's not that's Taylor Leone. That's not it's Tony Clark. <laughs> it's the it's the Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan, Freaky Friday. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Superman returns. What else can be said? except Superman Returns. So, there you go. Uh, I, you don't like it, I'm, do you? No, no, I like it. Okay. I just don't see it being it without Superman. So, like, uh, No, I respect that. I, You know, it came along like at a really weird time in my life. That's and what I, I was just, thinking. It's, that. It like spoke to me on a whole lot of levels. I mean, it's a freaking art house. It's not a comic movie. It's a freaking art house film. Like it's yeah. it's a total art house film. He didn't even throw a punch in the whole movie. Um, so it's it's not your you know typical Superman movie at all. Uh, and I kind of like that about it. It's it's very different genre. It's very it's slow um, and and very moving and and I I think to me at least very inspirational and emotional and I really love it. And I could wax nostalgic about it for much longer, but I choose not to. And I yield my time. Sheena? <laughs> um, the delegate from... You know, I was uh, just... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, I was just sitting here thinking, I guess it's not fair for me to be like, okay, Sheena, can you only have one Betty Davis movie on your list? But then I actually have two Ingrid Bergman movies on my list. I should have thought that through. Um, but my other choice is Gaslight. Um, the version with Ingrid Bergman and Charles Boyer, um, because I love the both of them so much, and Joseph Cotton and Angela Lansbury. I mean, that cast, y'all, that cast. That cast. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I know some people don't enjoy that movie, and I understand why, because um, as everyone knows, that's where you get the term gaslighting as a form of abuse, because Charles Boyer's character... Um, is married to Ingrid Bergman's character, and he's telling her, you know, that everything she knows is a lie, basically. Like, he hides her, her like, personal items, and he'll be like, well, you, you're the one who hit him, you know, making her think she's crazy so he can institutionalize her. And so in that way, actually, I think that's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen because, you know, your husband, your spouse, your partner, that's the person you're supposed to trust, you know, with with literally with your life, and you can't. And it's just terrifying of what can you believe and what can't you believe. And Angela Lansbury is so good. I think if you watch that movie, you will hate her so much because she is so snotty. Oh, I just, it's such a perfect performance. I think that may be her first movie, actually. Her first movie role. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, beautifully acted movie. There's a scene where they're at a concert and, uh, Ingrid Berman's character just realizes she's l- lost something else and Charles Boyer is giving her crap for it. But her face where she, her face just crumbles. There's no words being said because they're at a concert and, and just her facial expressions alone. That scene right there kills me. Um, so I just think it's a wonderfully acted movie, really great story. And um, it's really scary. It's definitely a, I want to see list. I, I haven't so like set up to record on t- uh, 
TCM, like yes. in November. Yeah. <laughs> or I haven't actually. It's not set up, but it, I, I I noted it in the account. I I'm a nerd. Uh, but I'm not, now I, now you said it's this version. I'm not sure which version <laughs> is coming up, so I'll have to check into that. Yeah, hopefully it is that version because there is an earlier one. Um, starring who I don't remember. I know my DVD version that I have of it comes with both versions, but I've never seen that first one. So, uh, okay. So mine is. Uh, I mean, I'll, can I just say Star Wars? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just like it's a fantasy story, but I've been obsessed with it like my entire life. So obviously, it made an impact. Uh, the story of Anakin Skywalker, that how a soul can get completely twisted. Um, the Robin Bird story. Yeah, <laughs> the hatred. I hate sand too. Uh, <laughs> that gets everywhere. <laughs> anyway, Derek. <laughs> Are you so like all uh, eight or however many or all what? Oh, 10, I just I, I just picked the first one. Oh, you just going with uh, or the fourth one? That's where it all began. Phantom yeah, Menace, huh? You're going with Phantom Menace. All right, good, good on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got a, I got a couple of ties. Is that okay? Is that allowed? Because well, yeah, wear one. sure. Well, don't be mean about it. I was just thinking. Uh, I meant like clothing ties. Yeah, I was whatever. thinking about stuff <laughs> that because I was thinking about what Robin said. Movies inspire you, and I was like, well, they're movies that formed you, and like, so a couple of them are like on the same level to me so like this one is like two comedies that i feel like most of my sense of humor came from from a young nice. age and that is three amigos and clue um they're <laughs> kind of neck and neck for me on on 80s comedies uh of just the zany and the one-liners and um i don't know so that that those are kind of always when when somebody asks me what's my favorite comedy um that's always kind of what i go to or those two um and there's a couple others that i could name in there but i'm not going to um but those two definitely take the cake uh on that setting so three amigos and clue nice yep i'm, I'm just noting that i don't have any comedies <laughs> oh i don't i don't laugh much yeah I no do. Effect. Dead Poets Society is freaking hilarious. Just watch it. <laughs> uh, if you speed it up like one and a half percent, it's just uh, hilarious. Hey, hey, you know, we, we haven't even talked about how E.T. gets drunk. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> is it my turn? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, to get back at Derek, I'm going to mention a movie that he hates, even though he's never finished it, and that would be The Nightmare Before Christmas, because baby Sheena saw that as a baby, well, as a child, and I loved the idea, I mean, just that whole opening sequence of, you know, you've never thought about where holidays come from, and so there's all these different worlds, you know, and you go into Halloween town and you go into Christmas town and all this, and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. So it really sort of... I liked the idea of it sort of made me see the holidays in a new way. And I love now, especially when I'm older, this is such an elementary way to explain cultural appropriation <laughs> of if you don't understand something, Hey, don't, <laughs> don't take it. It's not meant for you. Put it down, <laughs> you know? And, um, 
so I've always kind of loved that message of, you know, don't, don't play in someone's ballpark if, if it's not your game, you know? And so I just, I, I love the message behind it. Um, you know, it's not perfect. I, I, I never actually loved the Jack and Sally forced romance. I mean, I love simply meant to be and all that. I know I'm probably getting killed right now by people screaming at me, but, um, but it, I do, it, it is to me and it's both a Christmas movie and a Halloween movie because I think it wow. celebrates both. Um, and it's just something that brings back a lot of good memories. I've really loved that movie for a very long time. So Robin, I got to uh, Sorry. I gotta, I got I'm going to throw a flag down. Um, I, that, the thing that bothers me about that movie is that it is confusing on when to watch it. And the people that pulled that thing out around Halloween, I mean, that's, it's just not, it's not for Halloween. I understand there's spooky oh, stuff in there, snap. but any, snap, run away. Anything, anything with Christmas in it is automatically oh, a Christmas movie. Oh God. He just said five well, words. But to me, that whole opening well, almost opening sequence of This is Halloween. Yeah. Oh, man, that puts me in the biggest Halloween mood. And I'm one of those people that, to me, once you kick off Halloween, it's sort of holiday season. And mm-hmm. so I just, I'm going to yeah, watch I'm in a Halloween mood, I don't want to hear about Sandy Claus. <laughs> I want, yeah, but okay, I okay, okay. I challenge you, what is Krampus? Uh, it's a, a scary Santa Claus? No, I'm saying and the movie. It stars Adam Scott. Yeah, I mean, that's a scary movie. Most people would say, oh, watch it around Halloween, but it's about Christmas. No, no, I wouldn't say that. It's about Christmas. <laughs> okay, okay. Anything with Christmas in it is But Christmas. to me, both movies you can watch any time between Halloween and Christmas, or you can be like, you know what, screw this. I'm an adult. I can watch whatever movie I want when I want to. So. I'm an adult, and I can be judgy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Like there was this, uh, there was this, um, oh, I, <laughs> God, I wish I, I, I wish I could remember the name of it. It was a noir movie that I recorded on TCM and I was all excited to see it because they were going to do something about like experimenting, like a first person point of view, like a detective story where you see through the detective's eyes as he's investigating the case. It turned out like it opened up with like Hark the Herod like, Angels sing. I was like, come on, I don't want this. And it, it took place during Christmas time. I was like, well, I guess I'll wait till December to watch this. Because I don't want to hear Christmas carols now. Jeez, judgy. Yeah. Cool. I'm keeping my head down on this one. <laughs> Is it my turn again? Uh, no, I think Robin it's my didn't turn. mention one. Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. Uh, 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 <laughs> from uh, everything, quickly, from uh, everything he just said, I thought Nightmare Before Christmas was on his list. So. <laughs> it's on one list of mine, anyway. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they live. They live is uh, is on my list. Uh, what? Uh, for certain, I love that movie, and just the fact that it's like, you know, don't believe everything you see. Ex- Take a harder look at. Yeah. Things I, okay. Whoa. See. Whoa. Is that's how it's inspirational to you? Don't believe everything you see. Oh yeah. That's the, That's what you took away from They Live. I came here to goddamn glasses. I came here to chew <laughs> bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum like that. This uh-huh. is what. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. Hey. I, we're being taken over by listening to people as we speak. All I, right. It's happening. We're not being taken over. We were taken over by lizard people a long time <laughs> ago. And, you know, okay, whatever. I just, I needed to make sure I had the right. They live in my head when they uh, live. There wasn't some rom com called they live. Mark. Anyway. Okay. Ghostbusters one and two. 
if uh, mm-hmm. gun to my head, I had to pick Ghostbusters two over the first one. But all right, nope. <laughs> he's, he's mad. He's 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 pissed now. I just I've heard this before, not from you, just from other people. What is it about Ghostbusters two that makes it better than Ghostbusters one? Hate to tell you, Robin, but I will also agree with Derek here. Ghostbusters two is the superior film. Oh, well, I take that back. I don't know that it's superior, but I like it a lot more. I, there's that awkward, I awkward honestly, montage moment in one. <laughs> I honestly yeah. believe that Ghostbusters 2 has the better plot. Is Vico? It's it's a little sillier, but I think it has the better plot. Yeah. Why am I drippings with goo? Why am I drippings with goo? <laughs> it has Peter McNichol. That's yeah, why we love yeah. it. Yeah, it's Vigo. You were like the buzzing the flies before him. Flies to him. It's got it's got more one-liners too. If you were to stack the one-liners of Ghostbusters two up against one, you'd get a couple dozen more out of Ghostbusters two. That sounds yeah. like a good round three topic we should do. <laughs> Ghostbusters one quotes versus Ghostbusters two quotes. Go back and forth. I, I'm just so saying. A winner. Like they they went big on that one, so like they tried to shoehorn in a bunch of jokes in the second one, and ninety percent of them land. And, or 95% of him land. And so in almost everything in that movie is quotable. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens when we take the puppy away, you know. So is oh. violence. Yeah, just everything is is quotable in the second one. So while I love the first one and will go to my grave loving the first one, I have fonder memories for the second one. My mother likes Same. to tell the story of how she took me to see the second one. And when Vigo came out, I climbed behind her. I climbed on top of her head in the theater oh. and behind her in the seat because I was so freaked out when they go down there in the uh, in the tunnels. Baby Sheena was obsessed with the um, going down in the subway tunnels with the wind dead stunt. heads. Everyone wind stunt. Yeah, I was obsessed with that. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was also terrified, but I loved it. I love Ghostbusters too. I'm not saying it's it's bad. I just always thought, I always think that the first one is better. <laughs> I just prefer it. More nostalgia for it. Maybe it's because I'm older. Well, I don't it's know. okay for you to think that, but you know you're wrong. So. That's like your no, it's opinion, opinion, man. It's, that's just like your opinion. Yeah, yeah, personal opinion all around. All right, Gina. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the next one is Pan's Labyrinth. Um, I'm a big believer in. Because I love storytelling. I'm a big believer in you tell the story. You should tell the story in the perfect medium. You know what I mean? Like some stories are meant for books. Some are meant for comic books. Some are meant for movies. Some are meant for TV. And I get kind of irked when I see something and I'm like, wow, that should have been a TV show. Like you cram Mm -hmm. too much into a two hour movie or whatever. But I feel like that is a perfect example of a story that was meant to be told in a movie's way, like using the amazing effects and everything. I mean, that movie rips my guts out (laughs) and I cry, but, um, just beautifully made and, and made very, very well and, um, served its purpose. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. You have one more chance to mention an Elvis movie, by the way. I'm not saying an Elvis movie. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, are you done? You want me to go on? <laughs> I thought I had one more movie anyway. Yeah, I think we got yeah, two yeah. more, don't we? I'm just saying she has now one more chance to... <laughs> I got you. Uh, 
Are you done? You want me to continue? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Strangely enough, mine is a tie between the movies Pan and Labyrinth. Um, so anyway, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> uh, my number nine is cinema parody. So uh, I oh love this movie. It's just the love of movies and film and how that can affect your life. And of course, father figure stuff, Alfredo, the movie projector, and little young Toto. It's good. It's a good movie. Anyway, that's yeah, a, it. That's a, it. that's a far reach. Do we need to talk about your dad? Dude. <laughs> after, after. We'll save it. So my last one's Ghost Dad. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nice. Um, are we back to me? Is that where we're at? Yes. Okay, yeah. so we have two more? Is that right? You have two you more. Rest of them. I yeah. have two more. Okay. I don't know how we're working on this. Uh, so my last two are both ties. Sorry. Um, it's just hard to do this, but 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 the last one and this one are both the same fr- franchises, and in some regards, and one day I will sit down and actually edit this together into one film. Uh, they are a complete continuation. So Rocky one and Rocky two uh, next for me because I don't think you could have a more perfect paint by numbers franchise. Like there's nothing surprising. Like it's all just really stuff you expect to happen this that the the action the drama the 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 romance everything is just completely uh paint my numbers and still works so perfectly um to make a perfect franchise uh you know not boring rocky five so uh but rocky one and two i mean literally two picks up right where one left off and of course in two he wins um it's 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 they're hard to beat so rocky one and rocky two i'm so mad at myself i didn't put rocky on my Uh list stick to it Uh (laughs) stick to it there you go moving on oh my turn um it was really hard because I want to put more Betty Davis movies on the list. <laughs> and I did want to mention Empire Strikes Back, but you know, I won't, you know, um, I'm going with Heather's because, nice. um, I just love that movie so much. It's so funny. It's so wrong. It is so dark. Um, yeah. And you love your dead gay son. I love my dead, I love dead, my son. dead gay son. Um, I love the musical as well. So if, you, if if we can sing any um, songs from the Heather's musical at karaoke next year, I would be thrilled. I know all the words. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I really kind of love the crazy, you know, idea that J.D. has the whole, you know, he says it so well in the musical version of, you know, he's not blowing up the school because they're all screwed up. What is it? Oh, I can't remember the words now. It's late. I'm tired. Um, you know, because school is society. You know, and the only place where Heathers and Marthas can get along is in heaven, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've always loved, naturally, because I do love Buffy, that whole high school is real life um, metaphor. High school is hell metaphor, whatever. All of that. Um, anyway, I just think it's wonderful. I love when I'm a writer. Um, I don't know. It's wonderful. I love my decade son. I don't. I don't 
patronize bunny rabbits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> God. Robin? Uh, okay, my last one. Uh, a recent rewatch propelled this to the list. I just love it so much. Uh, Vertigo. Uh, it's just uh, all about trauma and obsession and how it could just ruin your life if you let it get to you. And um, I just, I just loved that movie, and I just had it on my mind recently. I, I, it just kind of was a last minute choice. So Vertigo. You know, I kind of hate I didn't put Psycho on my list. I know that one's like cheesy and everyone was like, oh, yeah, Psycho's great. But, man, it really is. It really is good. Uh, Now I get to copy from uh, Sheena because my last two tie as high school movies that are kind of the antithesis of each other, which I love, is Heathers and Ferris Bueller. like mm-hmm. I feel like they're like polar opposites of each other, but both also just kind of encompass several things about high school and friendships, and uh, both are completely out there in totally different ways. But I absolutely adore both of them. So those are my last two. Nice. That's it. Is that it? Yes, we're right. done. So some of us did top tens and some of us did top fourteens, but you know. Hey. What? You you did a few extra ones yourself. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Dang it. Good job, Sheena, on following the rules. <laughs> I I try. Sheena wins. All right. Uh round three dot fireside dot fm and on Twitter and Instagram at round three show. Send us your topics. You can email them in round three show at gmail.com. We will read them on the air and discuss. Uh we do this Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays when able. Took a little break there as we were leading up to Atlanta and Dragon Con, but we're back for now. So thanks for joining us plus, uh, this week. Plus I was sick and I'm not sick now. Yeah. Yeah. She just coughed through this, but that's fine. That's no big deal. So it's still <laughs> me. It's a yeah, month. We'll see you next oh. time. Goodbye, everybody. I'm done. <laughs> I love my dedication. <laughs> <laughs>